This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Hi, welcome to Breaking Bread. This is the show where we explore food through culture, conversations, and a whole lot of curiosity. I'm your host, Lo Yi Jun, a food writer and recipe developer from the Jun and Tonic blog. Every week on this show, we dive deep into an aspect of food in Malaysia, from speaking to chefs and restaurateurs about their restaurants, to exploring the origins of certain dishes, to geeking out over tasty discussions with food friends or experts. On this week's show, we have Jack Chong, the CEO of Bawang Chaji, or if you want the more accurate Mandarin pinyin, it's Bawang Chaji, which is a tea shop or a tea house originating from Yunnan in China that's looking to bring a greater appreciation for teas in Malaysia. Now, many of us are probably familiar with the craze around bubble tea back in 2017 and 2018, but this new brand, Baowang Chaji, has positioned themselves as a more holistic, healthier, and a lot more intentional tea brand, with some smart marketing campaigns and a really deep appreciation for the flavour of their teas. So, we'll be finding out from Jack about his business, how they've grown, and just geek out over teas. So without further ado, here's Jack Chong. Hi Jack, welcome onto the show. Hi, um, good morning everyone. Yeah, good morning. And so your brand has uh, really grown over the past, I would say like one, two years. It's boomed and expanded exponentially. But for those who hasn't heard of your brand, can you give us a, a quick overview of your tea house, Baowang Chaji? Um, actually, we are a tea brush brand that came from Yunnan, China, where a place that um very well known for their for their tea leaves. We focus on doing um tea based beverage, premium tea based beverage drinks. Yeah. Mm, yeah, and I think the the keyword there is like premium, right? Because your brand really evokes a sense of like, oh, this is really, really good tea. But yeah, so this brand itself is from China and you brought it over to Malaysia. Yeah, can you tell us a bit about how that all happened and, and go into the beginnings of uh, this brand? Okay, sure. I came across to this brand um, during my trip to Kunming through a friend of mine two years ago. And I was invited to try out their drinks and the taste of the first sip of Bawang Chaji drink is still fresh in my mind. So the first drink that I had was um, white peach oolong fresh milk tea, which is also one of our best sellers. I fully remember that um, me saying well to every single sip that I took because I was really impressed by the taste of it. So apart from that, what attracted me the most, uh, I would say the foremost, is their outlet concept that integrates the design of contemporary Chinese architecture elements uh, with a modern uh, facade. As I believe that more modern oriental would be the future trend that chased after by many. And um, after spoken to the founder in China, I actually started to realize um, the beautiful heritage of tea is facing the danger of being forgotten um, by the youngster like us. So, um, yeah, I actually... Um, absolutely agree with him that the tea with such a long traditions and history shouldn't be left behind. Instead, we should uh, reintroduce um, that the Chinese tea culture to the world. Mm. Um, his mission that he shared to me is to awaken the world 
um, to the culture of Chinese tea drinking has really inspired me that I have an urge uh, that um, I want to bring back this brand into Malaysia. As I think that it might be a good opportunity to change Malaysians' perspective towards tea. Because as you know, right, um, Malaysians, we are actually quite um, familiar with milk tea. Mm, especially like bubble tea, right? Um, yeah, absolutely. But always with an unhealthy connotations associated with it. So with that in my mind, I want to cultivate a new culture in the tea industry in Malaysia where authentic and healthy are cherished. Mm, right. Yeah, so, right. so, so that's 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 how I came across to this brand. Yeah, actually, what you say is true. Is that in uh, Malaysia, or or probably like in in a lot of Asian countries as well, there's this culture where tea is often thought of as like, oh, only the elderly can really appreciate tea, and the youngsters we always go for like you know the unhealthy teas, bubble tea, which you know has a lot of milk in it and is not as as pure as you know the the teas that you think of when you think of Chinese tea. So what you're doing is, is really cool. When exactly did you bring over this brand to Malaysia? When, when was your first store here? And, and where was that? Um, actually, the, the brand was started in 2017, end of 2017 in, in Yunnan, China. Mm-hmm. And uh, as for Malaysia, it's uh, 2019, end of that. Yeah, end of 2019. So nearly less than two years' time right now. Mm, and within that span of two years, you managed to grow it to... 20 stores, right? Yeah, we actually uh, uh, just added a new store last week during the first week of FM Sealed um, at Kepong Rimbunan. So we have a total of 20 right now. In wow, Malaysia. yeah, that is massive growth, especially <laughs> considering the pandemic. And, and we'll get into like what you've done uh, over the pandemic in a later segment. But for now, I, yeah, I would love to talk about the drinks that you have at your shop and mm-hmm. what makes it so unique, so special, so different from uh, other tea brands out there? Okay, so uh, if, if, if you know, uh, one of our brand key corporate slogans, in, in Mandarin we call it 把茶做到骨子里, so which means that uh, the tea making and the brewing spirits that come from our DNA, literally. Mm. Yeah. So uh, we are really serious when it comes to providing the best tea beverage to our customers from the process of making it all the way to the straight material selection standards that uh, which might be kept at higher standards. So actually the tea leaf that we use to serve our tea lovers are mostly from our self-owned tea plantation in China. So which means that uh, you won't find it anywhere else. So in terms of other ingredients like um, the, the milk, the cheese, the fruits, we actually have a high standard on the selection as well. So um, at Bawang Chaji, we believe that a good product is a product that could able to um, speak for themselves. Right, right. I see on your menu, you have four main sections, right? Of, uh, yes, yes. There's like yes. tea macchiato, there's fresh milk tea, brew tea, yes. and fresh fruit tea. Which one out of those are some of your most uh, popular drinks? Um, actually, the, the best seller would be the fresh milk tea. As I say, actually, Malaysian is really very familiar with milk tea. <laughs> so um, actually, it's quite even, but still the best-selling one would be the Fresh Milk Tea series. Um, let, let me share a little bit about um, our product category. So um, it, our name is Bawang Chaji, right? So in Mandarin, it is it's Bawang Chaji. So actually, every single um, word represents um, a series. 
Like oh. um, the bar is in Chinese, we call it um bacho simu. Is the is the macchiato series where, where we have the, the the premium tea on top that we're adding the uh, macchiato, the cheese on it. Yeah, and the other one is the wang. So wang is actually wang fei xian cha. It's our fresh milk tea series, and then cha is the cha dao tun cui, which is our purity, our premium purity, where we have ice drip, we have cold blue. We have like tea cubes. And then last but not least is the ji. Ji, we call it ji mei su guo. It's our fresh milk tea series where we added different fruits, you know, like watermelons um, and, and so on. Um, and that's the best selling items in our fruit tea series as well. The, 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 the cheese macchiato with the fruits. Oh, I didn't know that. That's so cool that, you know, it's kind of poetic that each syllables of like your Baowang Cha Ji means, uh, refers to the one series. Oh, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but um, with the product alone, uh, it would not bring us to um, anyway. But so you can see uh, the shadow of perfectionists amongst every details that you were able to see in our outlet, including the interior design, um, the music, um, the sand in the outlet, which also include the, the packaging of our products and more. So if you have a chance to listen to one of our business presentations, you'll find out that uh, we emphasize a lot on five senses, right? So um, of the outlet. So after all, um, what I would like to bring to our customers is not just another beverage or milk tea, but it's more like a way to live to believe and also a lady lifestyle with a modernized tea as part of our life. Yeah, yeah. Actually, speaking of all these things like the atmosphere, the whole experience of going into your tea shop, you've managed to present yourself in a very appealing way. And it's a very intentional way of uh, marketing yourself to to the public out there. And there are many, many things that are special about your shop. But I always hear people talking about your cups, which mm-hmm. which in itself is is uh, very special. Yeah, can, can you tell us more about the cups and, and how that came to be? Before we continue our conversation, we are going to take a quick break. Stay with us. You're listening to Breaking Bread on BFM 89.9. Welcome back to Breaking Bread. Let's pick up where we left off. I've been speaking with Jack Chong, the CEO of Baowang Cha Ji, a tea shop from Yunnan in China that has boomed in Malaysia over the past two years. We've been talking about the brand and what it stands for, but now we're turning our focus to some of the smart marketing moves and campaigns the brand has been doing to really increase their brand presence and drive their growth. You've managed to present yourself in a very appealing way and it's a very intentional way of uh, marketing yourself to to the public out there. And there are many, many things that are special about your shop, but I always hear people talking about your cups, which mm-hmm. which in itself is is uh, very special. Yeah, can, can you tell us more about the cups and, and how that came to be? Oh, yeah. Um, that's actually a very interesting thing um, that a lot of people knows about our brand is uh, through the big, big cup. Yeah, it's uh, super big yeah. and super <laughs> yeah, tall. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So um, it, it's actually one of our campaigns um, that, that we roll out to, to our customers. 
So um, our, our marketing team actually works around the clock to always prepare our customer with a new surprises and campaigns. But uh, you are right, besides the pra- uh, practical reasons behind the design of our iconic cup, the Fresh Milk TPP Cup, we also run our very own campaign that called Tear and Wind with the design of the cup. Because actually the bottom is hollow. Mm. So um, the, the initial idea is that um, uh, it, it, it looks good. And at the same time, how how I put this way? Like it helps to insulate the tea. Is it? Oh, exactly. Yeah, insulate right. like, like 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 the temperature. Yeah. You know, is is it hot or cold? So those that that's, that's actually on different different functions or features of uh, the cup. Um. So what we think is that it's actually wasted on on the bottom is is actually hollow. It's empty. So what we do is we run our very own um campaign for that. And the outcome is that our fans really like the surprise factor of the campaign. So it is not only about the gift, but it's more like the excitement when you tear the cup, the bottom part, and finally uh, you find out that the misery um, that hidden at the bottom of the cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so just to be clear, like you, you guys actually hide like little gifts or little presents like in the bottom section of the cup, right, where it's hollow, yeah. and then people yeah. will just tear it open, and, and it's almost like a lucky draw sort of thing. <laughs> and and also besides that, there was a there was a I've I've been reading about this big event that you had on uh, Singles Day or like uh, the eleventh of November, and you, you were saying this has been like a big thing since the company started in Yunnan in China, right? Yeah. Because Singles Day is really big in China, but maybe not as big in Malaysia. So how did mm-hmm. you manage to turn up the hype uh, around that day in Malaysia? Okay, so um, actually last year, um, W11th, there was actually one of the many successful collaborative campaigns that uh, we want to disrupt the stigma of singlehood and to raise awareness on the importance and power of self-love by celebrating single days with our customers. So, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of like a big day. It's not only in China, but there's a lot of promotions and discount going on in the Malaysian market as well. But um, rather than having uh, the ordinary discounts, we actually decided to collaborate with 11 different lifestyle brands to offer different experiences of take-up campaigns. So we, we, come to, we came together and then uh, we get some uh, different um, discounts, um, experience um, to, to our customers. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And, and we can see from all these uh, different campaigns, different happenings that your marketing and your branding is really, really strong. And do you feel like when people come to your shop, right, mm-hmm. they were first attracted by the marketing thinking long-term more like for the longevity of the business, right? You can't purely rely on marketing itself to drive your sales, right? So do you feel like when people come into your shop, first they were like attracted by the marketing, but then after that, they're like, oh, actually the teas are, are really good. And then they stay because of the, the teas and the experience. Yeah, actually, um, that's, that's how we started. Mm. So um, we started by, at, because no one has tried before the tea in Malaysia. But but um, the taste I, I know very well when I was when I was when I tasted in in China, so the, the first thing that we did is um, how we can attract people um, from packaging from a design um, including like the, the, the marketing campaigns, and later on they will be able to try our products um, through the marketing and that's how we started to let 
let let people to try on our products. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And I'd like to shift the conversation to, I guess, a more current issue, um, the pandemic, which uh, <laughs> is always on our minds these days. Yeah. So your brand, you started at the end of uh, 2019. And mm-hmm. within the year, there's like a big pandemic, there's COVID happening around the world and Malaysia is really hard hit. But how have you managed within the span of two years or well, less than two years, managed to like really grow the brand to, to 20 shops as you are today? Um, that, that's a very good question. Actually, when we first started in Malaysia, there are a few challenges that uh, we actually have to face. And then um, not long after that, the pandemic just hit, mm. right? So um, we, when we first came to Malaysia, that has been a misconception uh, deeply rooted in Malaysia's mind about the taste of milk tea. So despite being very confident with the quality of our beverages, we will still in doubt if Malaysians are able to accept the tea of our drinks, which you won't find anywhere else, especially um, our premium Yunnan Pura, which has a very distinct taste, which, which I, I, where told me that the first thing they have tried um, about us, right? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that was the first one. Yeah, and then, um, and also we are actually quite concerned um, when we first came to Malaysia, if we were able to stand out from all other beverages shops. Because uh, Malaysians, we actually have beverage almost every day. It's just different brand, maybe the tea, maybe coffee. So um, it was a challenge to penetrate into the parish market, especially Malaysians might perceive um, us as just another mainstream bubble tea shop. Um, yeah, although we are not, but it, it, it takes time to actually um, educate and to tell people who we are. So it's actually, it, um, it is undeniable that one of our biggest challenges is caused by the pandemic. So it left us with no choice but to constantly monitor and ensure that uh, we have sufficient cash flow to sustain our operations, uh, our outlet operations. And from time to time, we have to really uh, prepare ourselves that um, because we are uncertain on when the MCO uh, will actually be lifted. Right. Yeah. yeah. And actually, yeah. you know, when, when you came in, I felt like it was kind of, the end of the whole bubble tea craze already. Or like, oh, people are people are done with bubble teas. There was a whole craze about it in, I think, 2017, 2018. But after that, it slowly died down. So when you guys first came in, it's like, oh, it's just another just another bubble tea place. But first mm-hmm. of all, you guys don't serve bubbles and or, or like yeah. the tapioca pearls. And also, you pay a lot of attention to the flavor of your tea itself. So that in itself has been very, very special. And, and I think that that contributed to your growth. Like people can see how much you care about your teas, right? And um, yeah, just speaking of like the uh, upcoming months, um, do you have any plans in coping with the third MCO that we're in right now? Yeah, actually... Uh... We are, we are in um, MCO 3.0 right now, right? Mm. So um, my belief is that that's always when, when, when the crisis came, always bring uh, opportunity, right? So especially for risk stickers like myself, I'm, I'm proud that I decided to open our uh, first shopping mall outlet in KL, which is our Sunway Velocity outlet last year, um, even before the MCO 1.0 was fully lifted. Yeah. So, um, wow, it, that it, must have it, been a big challenge, no? Yeah, really. So it has been a really challenging for us, but fortunately, we made it through. And now we have, um, like what I mentioned just now, we have over 20 outlets across mm. Malaysia and more to come for, for the year. So due to the unforeseen circumstances beyond our control during this pandemic, we have to adapt to the current situations. 
and roll out many last minute plans, really. So uh, having said that, um, you must have a strong sense of purpose in mind, which uh, guide us along this uncertain time. So everything that we plan, we execute, might always start, uh, stick back with like, like the why and, and the, the reason that we first started this. So during this pandemic, we have been focusing a lot on um, growing the top line revenue of the company with extremely limited cost cutting initiative in mind. So we have leveraged opportunity to do a lot like uh, the behind of scenes preparation work for us to be ready to capture the market once the situation um, turns better, which is after the pandemic. And at, um, at the same time, we have learned a lot from the previous two experiences of MCOs, which are the MCO 1.0 and 2.0. So during this MCO 3.0, we are well prepared that uh, we will operate our outlets as usual while complying to the government SOP. But at the same time, our key initiative during this FMCO is to improve our quality control process. So to prepare ourselves to further expand um, our business because at the end of the day, it's, it's just an experience that we'll be able to bring out to our customers. And we believe that the product is the key as well, the quality, the quality of products, the quality of service, the quality of environment, the vibes that we're providing to, to our customers. So uh, most importantly is that we just continue to do what we think is the best, which is to try to adapt and um, to learn. Mm, yeah, and I can see that one of one of the biggest takeaways or one of the biggest things you've learned over the first two MCOs is is how big like food delivery is, right? Because recently you guys also launched your own uh, delivery system. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yes, the BW delivery. We actually launched our official website um last week. Okay, together with um our BW delivery platform um during FMCO as well. We plan to launch it like um, within this year, but not now. But because of this pandemic, like, like, what, like what I say, we have to really adapt to the changes. So what my team did is they worked days and nights, you know, just, just to move everything forward so that uh, we'll be able to launch it during this pandemic where it reflects the situation best. Yeah, and, yeah. and I've seen like friends ordering from uh, from your shops all around town as well. Yeah, so it seems right. like um, you're, you're thank doing Thank you so pretty much well. for the support. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, thank you so much for uh, coming onto the show today to uh, share your story and share your drinks with us. Thank you so much for um, inviting me. My, my, my goal is actually to, to cultivate um, tea drinking culture and emergent tea, um, tea as part of Malaysian lifestyle. Yeah, there, there, there will be... Um, our focus as, as our brand, we hope that uh, is to contribute um, a small mileage towards the, the changes in the tea industry. And that's our vision of, of our brand and myself. Yeah. Mm, it's a big vision and uh, I hope it comes true. Yeah, all the best to you. And uh, thanks again for coming on the show. All right, thank you so much. that is all for this week's show to listen to more episodes you can find us on itunes spotify or on the bfm app and if you're hungry for more food news and fun recipes you can keep up to date with me on instagram i'm at jun and tonic that's j-u-n dot a-n-d dot t-o-n-i-c this is jun signing off you've been listening to breaking bread on bfm 89.9
Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.